Hello, this is Martin and this is another episode of Good Grief, 100 Days. And um, tonight I'm going to introduce uh, my friend over in the UK, Paul Aspel. Paul, I've mentioned before in uh, other podcasts earlier that he is an amazing guy, very creative. And uh, I worked with him in London in a design company called Design Plan Interiors. We had a lot of fun and um, we've since hooked up as a result of Facebook actually only in the last 10 years and it's been really lovely to reconnect while we worked together gosh 25 30 years ago in London so it's been quite a time and um, yeah it's been really exciting uh, in recent years because I've watched some of these amazing creative projects that he's been involved with come to life Um, he did uh, one particular one which was um, getting uh, genes from stars, music, uh, musicians and other personalities and uh, getting them turned into teddy bears. They get a, a letter of authenticity and they were auctioned off and they were for a child's charity. Um, he did Art in a Box where he sent um, paints and um, canvases. Uh, I think there was also a video, a training video to um, various musicians uh, Elvis Costello was one, Suggs Out of Madness was another one, Chris Martin uh, from Coldplay, uh, I think um, Deborah Harry from Memory and a number of others uh, have been involved and they uh, did prints of the, uh, the paintings that were done and sold them off and then they auctioned off the original ones. I fortunately have Suggs' painting on my wall in there in my hallway, so that's kind of cool. So the, the chat that you're going to hear with Paul is us trying to figure out how to record on zoom so a lot of it the discussion is going to be around us finding our way so i hope you give us a bit of poetic license with this one because uh, it is a bit of fun it's a great chat and um, we go a bit all over the place Uh, i'm probably uh, for the first time going to try editing out of this uh, um, uh, the audio that he sent me because there's some stuff that we don't want to release so hopefully it won't jump around too much and it will be worth listening to but um This is sort of leaning towards where I was hoping this would go, but we start talking to people about creative projects and, uh, yeah, just make it a bit of fun. I hope you enjoy listening to it. And uh, remember at the back of this, the music is by Dr. Cuz, and I'm playing the trumpet, and um, that's it. Good grief for 100 days. Enjoy. Paul Aspel. Good morning, Martin. Well, can't you see me? No, I can't. No, I can, can now. I can see. Yeah. Right, I can see right up your nose now. How you doing, man? Right. Hello there. Yeah, look at that. Look, bang. Why? What? Oh, there we are. Yes, I yeah. like it. A buzz cut, man. Yeah. Well, I'm getting mine shaved tomorrow. I'll look just like you. Yeah. Oh, fantastic. Oh, okay. Maybe, maybe not as um. Uh, what do you call it? Debonair. Yeah. But, oh, I don't know. I don't know if it is debonair. It's very less hair. What was that guy that used to put the fires out? Red Adair, wasn't it? The fires out, yes. Why? What's happening? You got fires was, over there? No, no. Uh, Red Adair used to be sent in when there was a massive fire oil explosion. Leak. Yeah, an oil leak or a big fire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> if he if he was debonair, Red Adair debonair wouldn't doesn't really roll off the tongue. It doesn't at all. No, but I, I think it's fair what you're saying. Is he still around? I don't know. I think he's a bit like. Um, uh, evil Knievel, he's, he's probably yeah. blew himself up. 
Yeah, he's not around no more, is he? I don't know. He, 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 I think he just did one jump too many. No, it, no, he's passed away, I think, hasn't he? Uh, maybe he did. I, I, yeah, I don't I'm not really up with the... I've uh, never seen him do all these jumps and he'd always not quite make it. And ended up you know, carrying him out on a stretcher like a scene out of a Simpsons show. Well, why did he do that? I mean, and he tried to jump a canyon as well, didn't he? Yeah, come on. How has your week been? Well, I've been down. I've been down at uh, Gracetown. I went back down south. Um, I've been back twice now in the last week and a half. Tell me about Gracetown. What is Gracetown? What, what, uh, it's what about place? three hours from Perth, south of, south of Perth, and um, it's on the coast. So we've got a really great sort of uh, really good surf down that way. Right. So when it's half decent here, it's massive down there. So I, I, I stay at a friend's house, and um, it's right on the beach. Oh, and um, so this guy Pete uh, lets me stay at his place, and um, he comes to my gigs, which is lovely. Um, and yeah, I just took Millie down there the other day, and I went to some other friends the other day, and took my boards down, and it's just oh, like nice. going to another place. It's is it a big town, Gracetown. Is Gracetown a big town, or no? There's 300 houses in Gracetown. Oh right, okay. uh, yeah, it's like a village, like a little village you get over here, like a village. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's only oh. one road in, and um, it's a big bay. How many, roads, then, how, many road, how many roads out? <laughs> it's the same road in and out. Oh, right, and out as well. Wow. Okay. It is small. And, um, yeah, and there's um, uh, a Margaret River is a township that's sort of the main one uh, right. nearby. And, yeah, right. um, yeah, it's great. I mean, it's, they have the World Surf title there and all that sort of thing. And, like, it's a really beautiful big deep ocean and great yeah. stuff. Oh, lovely. Is that where you uh, mini took the um, videos that you sent me of you surfing? That's right. That's Oh, and that was at the place Moses Rocks, yeah. yeah. And what else oh, have right. I done? I played at a festival yesterday. All right. Well, with a band or by yourself? No, with uh, with a band, yeah. So there was, um, what, what was it called? It was like called the British Garden Party or something. So right. our band did a, a tribute to the specials. Oh, right. And, oh, cool. um, and there was a Madness uh, tribute. There was a Arctic Monkeys, Supergrass. Um, right, cool. What was the other one? The Jam. There was another one of those. So, And the other one was the... Um, uh, Stone Roses. Oh, right. Okay, cool. Yeah, so it was really packed, but we were the opening band, so it was kind of nice because we've just got this COVID thing over here and it was nice to get in and leave a bit early before the crowds arrived, but there were about 700 people there. Oh, that's a good crowd, though. It's had a good crowd. Yeah, no. Yeah, was and where, good, where, was, where was that? Was that in Perth, was it? In Fremantle. Yeah, oh, yeah. Fremantle. So um, and we're playing in exactly the same venue next Saturday for the Bob Marley International. There's about 14 bands playing in that. Oh, right, okay. Oh, cool. And we jam right in the middle, so we've got the five o'clock start. Yeah, so it's keeping you busy then, the music. Yeah, it's been good fun. Well, we've got another one in a couple of weeks, so we, we keep playing, you know, it's, it's yeah. good, good crack. Oh, excellent. We're, everyone's a bit hesitant with the um, COVID thing at the moment. Right. So I've got an event that I've put on, I've got 600 tickets for sale. I've had it out since before Christmas. I've sold one ticket. I want to know who bought one <laughs> You're joking, really? Yeah, yeah. seriously, yeah. Because no one wants to commit because they don't know whether they're going to be able to turn yeah, up or not. Be or be oh, dear, oh, dear. Well, They'll probably get 400 on the door or something like that. Yeah. You hope. <laughs> you just well, don't, hope so. you just don't want the, the one person turning up, dear. Well, we've put on a good show, you know. The show yeah. must go on. Yeah. You know. Yeah, unlike, hey, unlike Adele, she's a resident in Las Vegas, Adele is. And she's been planning this for ages. And people have bought tickets, $6,000 to fly out to Las Vegas to see her. And she cancelled the day before the shows were happening because half of the, the show were, came down with COVID, you know. And I thought, 
And everybody was in outrage by it, all getting their ticket money back. But people have spent so much to get out there, number one. People are saying, well, why don't you just do a stripped back show? Go on with a four-piece yeah. band without any backdrop and just do an intimate show for these fans. You know, and then she was on Twitter crying her eyes out, oh, I'm letting everybody down. I thought, well, no, like you just said, the show must go on. The show must go on. Do something. You know your own songs. You know, oh. He should have got Ed Sheeran out with his guitar and his little looper. Yeah, yeah, totally. You know, it just annoys me these superstars. It's like he's not really good. on his on her phone. I've got, oh, I've got to tell you this. I've got a new Easel project because it's a ten years of my company Easel. I thought, oh, well, I really want to do something special, so I went out for this lovely walk a few days ago, and I'll tell you about the walk in a minute. And as I'm walking, I saw this uh, stag deer and a fawn with its two baby does, or, or two fawns and and, and a doe. And, oh, God, it's so beautiful. So I've got my camera out to take a picture. And when I looked at the picture, all I took a picture of was two trees because they just scarpered, you know. But in my headphones, I was listening to John Williams playing, I, don't, I can't remember the song, a famous, classical uh, Gas was the song. So, do you know John Williams, the classic guitarist? It's a famous song, classical Gas. Check it out one day. It's a really old song. So that was playing on an acoustic guitar. And I thought, ah, oh, I've got an idea. And the idea is, I'll speak to Gibson and Fender and all these guitar acoustic manufacturers yeah. and ask them to send me the soundboard, which is the front face of the guitar, just the, you know, that bit with the hole in the middle. So yeah. like the board, that front board piece, no arm, no arm or no back piece or anything. And no. I'll get an artist to paint a song that they've done on that guitar. So someone like Gary Newman to, to paint cars on it or something because he yeah, yeah 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 so so we found found up Gibsons and they said no we can't do it with no one else if we're going to do it we do it as Gibsons so look, checked all the other guitar manufacturers like Martin and Fender so just doing a list now of like what stars I can get on board I mean someone like uh, Ed Sheeran he, he plays a Martin guitar so I'm going to check out all the artists on there and see if I can get ten artists on there. So just putting it together. So I need a name for it. So we get them framed as well. So we get them framed. And when it's framed, the artist will sign in, in the middle on a piece of paper at the back, you know, so it shows through the hole. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah I think I can show you it. Can you see anything on your screen? No, I can see you looking. I can, I'm looking at the reflection of your screen through your glasses. No, I can't do it. Right. Let's go back. Evidently, if we recorded, I, I, I can actually show you pictures what, of because I've done a mock up of the uh, thing, but it won't it won't do it. I don't know how I, to I get do. the gist. So Gary Newman will draw a car, or will he actually write the words to his song? No, we'll send him a box of paints on there, and he can do whatever he wants on the front on on the uh, sandboard, you know, which I will get from Gibson. So it'd be a proper guitar that he's played from Gibson's, no, etc. Anyway, I'll send you something afterwards. I'll send you a, a little thing on it. So, well, make sure. You lacquered over top it yeah yeah and then i'll get them lacquered afterwards so uh yeah so i'm just putting that together yeah which is That's quite nice. yeah so everybody said yeah what a brilliant idea so uh katie tunstall i don't know if you know her she's already said she'd do one for me right how's your other projects going your, your um well it's going very well ubidu is going very well we've got a it's so lovely i had a meeting on friday on zoom with um uh, the lead dementia nurse at the university of portsmouth and it's the first so as, soon as, as we're recording this just explain what it is well, Ubidu. Well, I can't tell you too much because, uh, but it's a it's a simple music player for people living with dementia, where you press right. where you press the top and it'll play all their favourite songs. You press it again, it stops. That's all I can tell you without you signing a non disclosure agreement. 
and, and, and writing it in blood, your signature on the bottom. So I can't tell you much more about it. <laughs> not going to be very helpful. I'll put it out in, on a podcast. So. Yeah, but I'm working uh, with the University of Portsmouth a bit, and we're, we're um, making some prototypes at the moment with a big hi-fi manufacturer over here, who's my partner on it, and they're making five prototypes. So, yeah, so it's just been an amazing journey. And so it's the first time I've actually spoken to somebody who's a nurse, who's a, um, an expert in dementia care and everything. So, and I just wanted to get her feedback and her thoughts on everything. And the first thing she said to me, she goes, oh, hi, Paul, lovely to meet you. I absolutely love this. I went, really? That's so good. She goes, yes, because there's so many apps out there, you know, playlists for life for people with dementia, and you have to put headphones on. I said, well, my mum would never have put a pair of headphones on to listen to music. And this is a, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a super simple music box. The sound is going to be fantastic because it's by a UK, you know, um, speaker manufacturer so it's going to really have a nice sound to it as well so yeah so she absolutely loved it and uh, she's part of the team now working with me on it which is like just so cool super cool I've, and i've got a, a group next week we're talking to which is a, a carers steering group so i'm talking to about 20 carers next week on zoom and talking to them about the project and uh, and it was so interesting on friday because i don't know if you can see that can you see that little blue box there Yes, I can. Yeah. Well, that is that is the um, that's the casing that the speaker manufacturers has made. So it's really lovely. And I was talking to her, and I said it's got a round button on the top, which is the same color as the box. And she said you should make it a different color, so you make it a contrast, because people with dementia yeah. they need to if, if someone's depending on what stage they're at with dementia, they need to see something that's a contrast, so they'll understand what to press. So don't make it black, because if you make it black they think it's a hole. They think you, they can put their hand in it. Whereas if, right. if, if there's a, she was explaining to me, if there was a, a, a black carpet on the floor, somebody with dementia, nine out of 10, would walk around it because they see that as a hole. And it was just so interesting getting all this kind of like feedback from her. So yeah, yeah. we've taken on board and now we're developing it with the, a yellow button in the top, a light yellow button. So they've got a, a focal point to actually press the and for the carer as well. So it's the carer and the person living with dementia will be able to use it. So, Because I, my mum had dementia, so I used to go no, over there saying, yeah. and she had a VCR recorder and I used to set it up and ask the nurses to put it on. But it was just too complicated for my mum to operate. Oh, yeah. Unless, totally. they, unless they remembered to put it on, they, she would yeah. never watch it. Well, that's the thing so when I was seeing my mum in hospital, not in hospital, when she was in the care home, um, there was, uh, came away that day and she I knew she couldn't use Alexa or these ones you can talk to she couldn't do it CD player even a radio she wouldn't know how to do any of those she'd forgotten you know so the idea was just to make it so simple for her or a carer to come in and just top touch the top and the music plays you know yeah. Ran yeah, yeah. randomly you know I mean later on with Ubido you will have you could be able to go onto your phone on an app to open the box up and do different playlists in there so you can have a yeah. you know a, a, a calming playlist in there of different kind of music you know all her favorite songs are upbeat music and to you know you can manipulate it like you would do on spotify you know so uh, yeah very exciting but the, the first prototype will be just a simple music player that play stop and that's all it's going to do to begin with so it's been a crazy, it's been a crazy journey really with this because it's it was just done for my mother just a little music box for her to play songs on, you know, and so it's taken a life of its own on, which is, which is lovely, you know. The different thing though, Songdo is a is a platform where people who may be incarcerated in prison or come from um, poor backgrounds and don't get a chance to get their music heard, 
but they can post music and create. So they can put all their music on their free of charge. And then that music can be picked up by a company if they want a piece of incidental music for a campaign they're doing. They can go into the bank of songs on this song do and use that music. And there's a chance that the person can get paid for it. So if you've got any bands in Australia, you know, write their own music, you should get them to go onto Songdo because it's an ethical record label. Doesn't cost them anything. They can upload their music and it's totally free. You know, the guy is amazing. He's doing this. He's such a entrepreneurial. He talks to me. It's, it's like, like I'm talking to myself because he's so like buzzy, buzzy about what he's doing. And you go online. Now, it's songdo.com. Song. Now I did. I did go on it and I tried to download some music. I can't quite remember what happened, but I'll go back on it. Yeah, you can go in as a musician or you can go in as a company. Yeah, there's different levels that you can go in at. But yeah, the main is he's just got into the prisons over in the UK, and he's rolling this out over here in the, in in prisons to get people that are incarcerated who have got a bit of talent, creativity, etc., to to get their music heard, to give them a give them maybe a bit of hope, a bit of a chance when they do come out of prison to be able to do something. So yeah. hey, it's so lovely what he's doing, you know. So, uh, yeah, he's, he's, um, he's asked me, can I help out? So I'm just kind of helping him out, trying to get the word out there for him kind of thing, you know? Yeah, which is, uh, yeah, he's a lovely guy. And he's a singer-songwriter as well. So I was telling him about Ubi Doo, and I said, look, and he said, I love what you're doing with that. I said, well, I want to write a story. And he's a, he's, he writes stories. He's had a big publishing company, an ethical publishing company, which he's still a director of. Um, I know I was, I was doing that story once. I showed you about five beans, all these five yes, beans. Yes. Yeah, so he, he owned this big company where you can write stories and it goes into schools and kids can read the stories. So I never got around to writing that, but I started writing a story about Ubi Doo. So Ubi is a, a blue elephant, a little baby elephant, who's in the herd with his family and they're going across a, a, Saren, a, a Serengeti uh, desert to the jungle. Big family granddad and there's a mum and dad uncles cousins all the elephants are going across and there's a big storm and they all get separated and ubi wakes up and next to him is his grandfather and all the rest of the herd have disappeared they've obviously fleed and gone back 100 miles wherever they were so they're lost in the in the in the um desert or the jungle and ubi the little blue elephant soon realizes that his grandfather's got dementia the elephant so as they make because elephants never forget. Yeah. So as they're making this journey across the, the land, um, there's certain animals, like the birds start singing in the air as they're flying, and the granddad goes, oh, I love that song. And it, he remembers something to, to the next stage for the journey. That's brilliant. So, so I was telling Phil about it. He goes, Paul, I'll, I'll write this for you, and I'll do you some caricatures of the elephant so you, I'll let you know. So it just happened the other day he did this. He went, and as I'm talking to him, I'm kind of making the story up. I said they go for a drink in the jungle in the river and they can hear the waterfall and the waterfall, the noise of that, it's like someone singing as well. So the granddad said, oh, we should go down this path. I believe we can get some fruit here. And it's a part of the path. Yeah, yeah it's all that. So if you've got any ideas, ping them over, man. <laughs> yeah, a bit of collab. Right. A collab with me on that. Yeah, so, so yeah. So I haven't done really much this week, really. Would you mind me if I put the... Um, be a good friend songs on there and let no of course not yes. I, I, yeah. I haven't heard the final one of well, that I'll, yet, put, so. I'll put it i'll put it on facebook if you like i can send you the, the um or do you want me to send it to you privately 
Yeah, they put it on Facebook, but send it to me as well. Yeah, I'll send it to you, yeah. Yeah, I watched it the other day. The cartoons are so lovely, what they've done with the cartoons. And the song, I like well, the song. I like the song as well. After you, after you changed the lyrics about 20 times. Well, it was because I originally sent you that list, and then I thought, oh, that doesn't work, you know. I thought I had to jump yeah. in there a little bit. Well, I was speaking. I was I was speaking to the uh, animation company during the week actually because uh, we got that slow version of the song as well. You know, like the Pink Floydy one. And uh, I was Doomy's Doomy, the guy that you met. He's left the company now. Yeah. So Grady right. is the managing director. Email because oh, Doomy's not here anymore. He goes, uh, we haven't got a copy of, of that song, but if you send the slow version to me, I'll put it to the um, the, the graphics for you, the animation as well. So I'm sending it to him tomorrow. I said, oh, so oh, thank you so much. Because <laughs> there's, right. there's a charity over here called Kidscape, which is an anti-bullying uh, charity. And I've right. supported them um, with my Beatles project about five years ago. And I was speaking to the MD there. And I said, look, I've got this couple of songs. And I said, I'm speaking to you this weekend. And he said, oh, if it's okay, send it over. I'd love to see what, what it is. And they might put it up on their site. So I wanted to check with you first, if you mind me putting it out to them. No, it's lovely. No, oh, cool. Okay, brilliant. Okay, that's done. Yeah, that's any right. any royalties I get, you know, I'll give you five percent. No. no worries. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that just be a good friend. We've had about three hundred stickers made up, and they're oh, all right. over the place. So we've sent them to well, family over the uh, overseas. Right. Everywhere you go out there, they're they're everywhere. So oh, that's cool. They're, they're, on, they're on. You know, I've got them on. On the walls in the city, everywhere you go, they pop up. So it's kind of nice, you know. Are you, allowed, says, are you, are you allowed to do that? Are you just going around and sticking them? No, no, I just stick them on whatever I can. If I'm in a lift, I chuck it on the lift wall. Yeah, yeah. A pole or a bus stop or a phone box. Or so something. like a gorilla <laughs> sticker, like a gorilla sticker. You go out. Yeah, and... I go out with me barraclava. <laughs> yeah. I want to do some more, but I'm going to change the um, the phrase. I've got some other stuff that I'm going to put out there as well. And I'm going to put a QR code on them. And yeah, then that's a good refer, idea. yeah, and then the QR code takes it back to the podcast. Right. Yeah. So on that note, so because I've been doing this hundred day creative project, yeah. I um so I'm doing something every day. Um, whatever it is, if it's a podcast or yeah. a, a poem story or a picture or whatever. And um I don't have to post it out, I just have to Yeah, do it each day, yeah. It's a task that you do each day, yeah. Yeah, but because of the Facebook stuff I do and the um um the podcast, people have been listening in. So stopping me and, and sort of getting involved and saying, we want to do something with you. Yeah. So I got approached last week with some guys that want to do some T-shirts. Um, oh, wow. Okay. A, guy me, a guy stopped me in the street and he says, I make apps. I'd love to make an app for you. I was like, what do I need an app for? <laughs> and he started showing me all these different, uh, you know, so he said, you can do it for your podcast, for your art. And I thought, well, it'd be kind of nice if you had something for a collective group of creative people so it's a link to their you know the, i guess there's different menus on it and so that's sort of happening i, I think tuesday i've got a meeting for that right. um, have you not thought about doing a website no oh i actually just got rid of my website oh you had yeah I, oh. I had my own website and it was just the most arduous thing to keep going i just got bored right. with it I, I, I had it for three years or maybe even longer five years yeah and um i was the only one that used to go on it <laughs> I wasn't even aware of it. So, yeah, I, I had a, a what do you call it, a mailing list on it and things like that. People yeah. read, it and it had all the geeks on it. But when I set it up, it was supposed to 
been for a whole bunch of other bands and nobody jumped on it. Everyone's so fucking lazy. So, in, you're, in, so I, you're on um, Instagram, though, Instagram? I've only just got into Instagram, yeah. Right. So that's a good platform for your pictures and everything, you know? Well, I've been doing that for a, a, a couple of years now. Well, about 20 months, 22 months. I'll give you a tip on there, which um, Nathan, because Nathan does, he works for Bray Bison, this big um, social media company in London. And he was saying to me, when you do an Instagram, oh, Harvey, I think it was, sorry. Uh, Harvey said, when you do an Instagram, you post it out first, Dad. And then on the comments, you know, you do a hashtag. So if you were doing it, sending out a picture of a, of, a, of a cat, you do a hashtag cats, hashtag I love cats. And it comes up how, how many people, so you put all these hashtags on it. But he said, don't do it when you right. send the picture out. So send the picture out first, then do a comment, and then do your hashtags. And then it reaches more people that way. Oh, so, wow. Okay. That's well, what he's he telling me. So, and I've tried that, and it's quite interesting. Because I did one called Tube Shoes. I've got an Instagram account called Tube Shoes. And what it was, every time I went on the tube in London, and I saw someone with some crazy shoes on, I'd sit there with my phone and take a picture of their shoes. <laughs> That's brilliant. So I've got loads of shoes on there. I'll, I'll send you the link for it. It's called Tube Shoes. That's really clever. That's really clever. I was with, I was with, I was with Tyler's, my grandson, one day when he was about eight years old. And we both sitting there and said, Granddad, look, that guy's shoes over there. They're really cool. So we kind of waited sort of his seats and we, we managed to sit opposite this guy. And he had these great shoes on. I can't remember what they are on there. So I said, I've got my phone out. And you've got to be really discreet trying to do it. And he goes, <laughs> Excuse me, my, my granddad's taking a picture of your shoes. <laughs> All I said, oh, it's not a fetish. I'm doing an Instagram thing called tube shoes. The guy said, no, that's brilliant. you can take a picture of my shoes. So, <laughs> man, That's almost but, as good as having a dog. Oh, like, well, I haven't done it for two years because of COVID. So I've not been on tubes, you know, for two years. So, uh, all right, man. I love you lots, yeah? You take care. Thank and, you. Uh, hey, I look, talk, look forward to talking to you again sometime, Martin, out there in Australia.